Hi, it's me, Dr. Jen, here for Six Minutes of Science. Today, we have a controversial topic that we will deliver in a curious way, provoking us to dig deep on the subject of do vaccinations work? So let's start with Carnival Cruise, and we know that that 16-day cruise that started in Miami, ended in Seattle, and went through the Panama Canal, had 100% of the people on that cruise ship fully vaccinated. Now, whether or not fully vaccinated included boosters or not, that is to be determined, but fully vaccinated at least two doses of the mRNA or one dose of the J&J, &J, and they had an outbreak of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So how do we explain having outbreaks when we had an intention to vaccinate people, to protect people from becoming infected with the virus? So let's now shift our focus to research that was just published, a Danish research by um, Dr. Christine Ben. And what she was looking for is the difference between the two different categories of SARS-CoV-2 vaccines. So the mRNA vaccines, the Moderna and Pfizer, and the vector virus um, vaccines in terms of the AstraZeneca and the J&J &J virus. J&J um, vaccine, sorry. So what was interesting, remember, back in 2020, when we were doing clinical trials about the development of the vaccines, there was four things that they were set out to have the vaccines address. One is to reduce the transmission of the virus. Two was to reduce the symptomatic expression of people that tested positive with the virus. Three was reducing hospitalizations, and four was reducing deaths. And what we haven't seen is comparison between the people that are vaccinated and people that are unvaccinated in terms of reducing deaths. And that ultimately really is the most important factor for us to see that we're successfully accomplishing a reduction in deaths. And so we know that the FDA had approved the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines back when they said that it reduced symptomatology. They didn't say that those vaccines were successful at reducing mortality or successful at reducing hospitalizations or even successful at reducing the spread of the virus. They were successful at reducing the symptomatology. And remember, it was symptomatology of the people that they tested, which were younger people to middle-aged people, not testing the older population at all. So if a, a vaccine is successful at reducing symptomatology in a group of people that have least likelihood of having active symptomatology or progressing to symptomatology that could cause them hospitalizations or even death, then is that a real successful trial that gives us real information that is applicable to the people at greatest risk? So in terms of the Danish study, what they found is the people that had the mRNA vaccines, those people actually had a higher risk of death than if they were unvaccinated. Now, the people that had the vector um, virus, the J&J &J or AstraZeneca vaccines, they had a lower risk of death as a result of being vaccinated. So there's a dis discrepancy in terms of the effect effectiveness of the vaccines when we look at the ultimate 
result of mortality. So do the vaccines work? Yes, they work. And are we qualifying which factors that they're wor really working for? They don't work across the board and we don't expect them to. But are we recognizing and are we letting people know that the vaccines, especially the mRNA ones, are not protective in terms of reducing the deaths? Actually, there were more deaths in the people that were vaccinated, not to mention the adverse events as a result of the mRNA vaccines. So do vaccines work? Vaccines work and there's limitations. And we have to be aware of those limitations. We have to understand the limitations and the consequences of choosing one of the different vaccine types. And we have to give people that information. We have to let them know so that they can make that best decision for them and for their entire family. So this is an important conversation. It's important for us to look at information that's coming to us, that's letting us know that even people that are fully vaccinated are transmitting the virus and are recognizing that on that cruise ship, on that Carnival cruise ship, the people that were fully vaccinated that did test positive in this outbreak, they had minor to no symptoms at all. Most of them were asymptomatic and all of them, none of them progressed to having a, you know, a need for intervention or mortality. So today's conversation can be controversial. You can have an opinion very strongly in one way or the other way, but I hope it provoked your curiosity. I hope it challenged you to look at things differently and to recognize we have to look at the specificity of how is that vaccine designed to reduce the spread, reduce symptomatology, reduce hospitalizations, or reduce death, or what is it not set out to accomplish? And remember, the FDA approved it to reduce symptomatology. But we know that the vast majority, 99.99% of people under the age of 40 have mild to no symptoms, fully recover, and 99.74% of all age groups recover completely. So reducing active symptomatology and vaccines being successful at doing that is only a minor um, win compared to reducing mortality and hospitalizations and in terms of the spread. So please continue to tune in. Please continue to share and comment this. Please share this in all your groups. I hope that it provokes us to connect. I hope it provokes us to want to share more information that gives us a hopeful sense of understanding what the vaccines were targeted for doing and what results we're actually seeing now. And please continue to join us in Experience TLC. Bye for now.